start the podcast, everybody. This has been too. Okay, I just wanted to give a big shout out to this podcast because I've been slaving over the computer. I've been slaving. And Dylan's been sitting here eating his broccoli. Snacking away. Look at you just. Ew, Dylan, you left the broccoli on the floor. Are we going to start this podcast? Yeah, so I I thought you just started it and I was like, oh. everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um with Anjan Dill. We're here. Uh I currently can't hear myself. I'm just going to go ahead and express our flaws. I can't hear myself right now, so I'm just praying that this all comes together well so that we give you guys quality episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to start off of what we're doing here today. We are interviewing somebody today. We have a guest on the show. Can anybody guess who the guest is? Donald Trump. Uh... <laughs> Raquel. And if anybody has been listening to us before... You know that we've mentioned this name a couple of times, and it's like, who's this chick? And this chick is on the show. So, Raquel, thank you for being on the show here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put like clapping sound. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to let everybody know, like, about us and how like we came to be um how our friendship came to be real quick if anybody doesn't know who Raquel is which is basically nobody so (laughs) Raquel is a longtime friend of mine that uh we've been friends with each other since since when sixth grade that's a a good place to start it's crazy to think about actually yeah we've been friends since the sixth grade Mm. and it's kind of like even even though because there was a fraction of time where i went to a whole different high school for my ninth grade year and we still kept in contact we still kept in contact so it's like the friends that you keep in contact, even throughout a distance, those are friends that you should keep in your life. Yeah. Even now I'm in Lubbock and she's in Houston. So. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're still, we're doing a long distance podcast here. So, um, yeah, we've been friends for almost a decade and, uh, it's just like weird with all the people in my life, like, we're all just so different, but at the same time, we connect together in certain aspects of our personality, <clears throat> and that's that's what makes the friendship genuine. But um, I just wanted to go ahead and you know get everybody acquainted with you, Rocky. Um, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so. <laughs> Currently, I am the governor of Michigan, um, 
I used to be the Secretary of State. Uh, you know, shit got you know, sexual scandals and stuff like that. You know, lying. Listen, listen. Um, my name's Raquel. Uh, I'm a freshman in college, which has been great. Uh, I don't know. I like philosophy and reading and writing and stuff. All that boring jazz, whatever. But yeah, uh, I'm doing stuff with my life. I have a podcast too. It's called Suspend Your Disbelief. And I haven't put out any episodes yet, but I plan to do so soon. But yeah, you know, that. I mean, what else should I say? You know, my genetics, my sex, my hey, age, yeah, my race, DNA. <laughs> my social security. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dud. Okay. You see why me and Angela are friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I just wanted to, you know, tell you a little bit of my insight on Raquel. Um, this girl is a tough chick. And, you know, the reason as why we're friends is, you know, she's a detective. And I don't know if any girl has experience. Can you... Oh, my internet connection is unstable. Mm. What the hell? <laughs> okay. Anyway. So you said I'm a detective. Yes. Yeah, so she's a detective. Um, if there was anybody that I need, I needed to be digged into, I would always reach out to Raquel and she would be like, okay, so this person that you like is doing this with their life and doing this and doing this and you know based off of what she would give me I would decline or I would accept um <laughs> but yeah mm -hmm. like every every girl has that one girl that she you know says hey can you stalk this person for me yeah I'm taking quotes if anybody wants you know <laughs> anybody needs help in her in her spare time she's a stalker what a sad <laughs> what a sad insight this is my friend Raquel yeah she stalks people and you know oh man I don't do it anymore I don't even have really much social media I don't use it often okay so I just because I know what your interests are and I know what what it is that you're pursuing and you're looking into the government or the CIA. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. Yes. I want to be a, a part of the deep state. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. So the deep state, uh, they're like the hierarchy in the government. So they're like the shadow government. So we elect our government officials, but they're the people that we don't see. Right. So they're behind they're kind of pulling the puppeteer strings of the government officials that we elected, right? Interesting. And this this is a theory, right? Not a, you know, not anything true, but you know, a lot of people out there believe in the deep state. But they're Satanists, they're pedophiles, and they like drinking children's blood. Um that's all I know. But you know, yeah. Sounds, you know. The CIA would be cool, I think. What made you even want to look into all this? Okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I would say nowadays there's so much conflict within our government, right? And there's so much conflict in just general. I think for me, I'm more of a truth seeker. I want to, 
I just want to find things out, right? Mm-hmm. It's when you're trying to figure out your life and trying to figure out where you're going to go and, you know, how you want things to play out. There, there has to be some sort of uh, research analysis or some sort of uh, effort to put in to kind of like make a foundation for you or a building block for you. Uh, but I was already noticing pretty sketchy stuff going on and, you know, with the government or not, I don't want to say the government in general, but just with people that are controlling our economy, people that are controlling. No, not, not necessarily conspiracies. And I feel like it's kind of dangerous to call it conspiracies at the same time because it has such a negative connotation, but it's more of like realizing corruption and then digging deep and then realizing that all the things that you have been told, the building blocks building you up until this moment are kind of coming down. They're crumbling down. And the person at the top is not, they're not really your friend, right? They're not really trying to help you. Matter of fact, they're getting paid while you sit at home and you're getting, you know, like you don't have a job, you know, they still get a paycheck during the pandemic and stuff like that. So I don't know. For me, I, I got into politics four years ago, been looking into it ever since. And I've just noticed a lot of sketchy things. And I think that I genuinely care about my democracy and I don't live under this fable or this sort of like, I would say fairy tale of this idealistic uh, future that people like to think is, you know, our current reality. It's more of just that things, things are deeper than what you kind of just initially have been told right there's it's it's like for example when you go to school you find out wow like they didn't teach me this in school like why didn't they teach me this this is weird well they the news said that this happened but that's not true this happened and it's it's crazy you know and it's not my fault it's it's kind of their fault for making me have to question everything but yeah Mm -hmm. that's how I got into that Mm -hmm. wow that's interesting um I want to talk about, okay, so our podcast is about life talks, as you know, and it's Mm. about helping people grow. And I just want to talk about the the gateway, the CIA document gateway and how those meditative practices Mm. can help you you know have a better quality of life right so this can play as a little teaser because this is going to be my first episode um (laughs) teaser (laughs) right so yeah this is very 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 interesting to me and this is exactly why i want to be in the deep state to be honest um i would say that if you're okay for me like i wasn't man i came out as an atheist to my parents and they were like well I didn't come out to them you know like you know I came out but I just they just know that I'm not religious you know but I just came I came out to myself in that sense I'm like no this this Jesus thing I'm not really rolling with it doesn't doesn't make sense to me with my ethics and my beliefs so on so forth you know if you believe what you believe that's that's cool Mm -hmm. but you should not you should not judge anybody for anybody listening you shouldn't judge anybody for their you know religion and you know if that's what you're here for is to judge um you can stop listening to this podcast now angela judging is people like it's the it's everyone's favorite hobby right now is judging Hmm. it's it's so true like 
oh my god who are we going to cancel next um right. so the deep state thing was a joke so please don't <laughs> please don't cancel me but um oh <laughs> the gateway experience right so i yeah i was like no nah, i don't really believe in any of that spirituality nonsense i called it nonsense that's how i thought about it i was like you believe in that whatever like you know not me uh, and it's not like the superiority kind of thing that people assume that atheists have they think that oh because i'm an atheist i'm better than you no it's just i'm just signifying something that i'm not and that falls under the category of atheism and you know but i'd rather not have to call myself an atheist but the gateway experience okay so basically it's a cia document it was published in the 1980s i think it was 1983 or 1984 and basically, it was um, published under the U.S. Army, right? The U.S. Army Intelligence. <laughs> and so what they did is they had some sort of like uh, project, not project, but they sent a, a deputy or an officer or somebody of like a very high rank, right, to go and check out this thing called the Gateway Experience. And that is published by the Monroe Institute. And what it is, is actually it, uh, well, in the document, right, it's a nine-page CIA document. It was actually released in 2003, I think so. But maybe 2003, 2009, you know what's crazy? It has all the same numbers of my birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. But um, basically what it what it talks about is this thing called hemisync. And so what hemisync does, it equals out the frequency and the amplitude of your left and right hemisphere so that they're completely in sync with one another right so mm -hmm. what that does it, it it's supposed to give you basically the level of con of concentration as like a laser right which is pretty a magnificent thing right mm -hmm. and it takes people that practice kundalini or even zen meditation 20 years to accomplish that but if you do these gateway tapes you can accomplish that in like basically no time you know wow. it's 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 if it takes you 20 years, it will probably take you five years to maybe master something like the gateway tape. So it gets crazy because it talks about hypnosis and that hypnosis is real. You know, I think that there was some discussion that hypnosis wasn't necessarily a thing that worked and it's kind of like a mockery, kind of like psychic stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it talks about, uh, man, it talks about oh it talks about kundalini right so people that practice kundalini yoga or kundalini meditation and a certain pinpoints in your brain connect with certain pinpoints in your body um which kind of look like the chakra so it's really interesting hmm. and uh it talks about biofeedback how you can heal yourself uh with the you know the power of your right the right hemisphere of your brain you can heal a part of your body if it has like maybe damaged nerves or cells or something like that but um, it, dude, it's so crazy because it then talks about consciousness, mm. talks about how we live in a hologram. Okay. Wow. It talks about how you can have out of body experiences, right? So that's a big chunk of it too. That's why I'm like, I got to cut it up because there's just so much information, but you can have an out of body experience. And during this time, the uh, government, or I think it was the army, they were working on remote viewing. So that that's basically when I'm sitting here, right? but I can go into another room 
but just still sit here so I can see into another room. The army was trying to train these soldiers to do that, right? And if you go, so the the gateway documents, it's, I think it's called uh, ana analysis and assessment of gateway process. And it's actually under this thing called Project Stargate. And that's when they did all the remote viewing. And if you go through the Project Star Stargate uh, document, it, it shows a lot of um, kind of testimonials or projects or things that they've like ventured in with uh, psychics and kind of like Eastern medicine or like even some sorts, some parts of like Africa. I'm going to read into that too, but I don't know. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think, did I say that it talks about how we live in a hologram? That's pretty crazy, right? Is that just yeah. me or... I don't know. I think that um, that's all pretty crazy. And the fact that it's coming from the CIA is like, right. what? But it's just, it's really cool that it just shows you that manifestation is real. And it, in the documents, it basically says that you manifest your own reality. That it says you manifest your own reality. It's crazy. And that, so because of this and because I read this document I was extremely interested in it so I ended up buying the gateway tapes and I'm actually doing gateway meditation and if you want to hear my experience on that um, I'm more than welcome to tell you <laughs> yeah so how is you know and this whole what is the meditation called again um are you talking about the gateway meditations mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it's just um the gateway yeah meditate yeah pretty much Gateway the gateway process. meditation the gateway process and they have you know it's crazy they have the first one the orientation and then the first tape on youtube but the rest of them you have to buy so they're pretty they're Oof. expensive but look, guys they're expensive but you know in on the monroe institute website they sell them for like a thousand bucks and you know like for the course and stuff so what is this meditation supposed to do okay oh so Basically, so when I was doing it, um, I'm all, I did the orientation and then I did part one. And now I think I'm going to move on to segment two because I think I'm, I'm pretty good with part one. But the first part, it's supposed to help ease you, right? Ease you into understanding kind of like the gateway process. <laughs> so the, the Bob Monroe, the guy that used to be the head of the Monroe Institute before he died, um, he's the one that does the voiceover these uh documents and these tapes and beneath like beneath him it plays like ocean waves or different songs but what it's actually playing is binaural beats right mm. so it's playing one frequency and then another frequency in the left and right uh your left and right ear so you have to hear certain sounds and the one i recently did it took me through um it took me through a process where it kind of like put my body to sleep, but I was awake and it was so weird because my, my entire body was relaxed and it felt like I was almost floating out of my body. I swear. Wow. It was insane. And I don't know if it was maybe like, I don't know if it was just uh, like placebo, but it's placebo that works. <laughs> right. So exactly. Yeah. But later on what it does, it, it does take you into this out of body thing. And then focus 10 and focus 15, or I think it's focus 12 and focus 15, which are towards the last end. It helps you see the past 
and it helps you see the future. So this is what's mm-hmm. really interesting. It talks about time. Time's on a scale, right? Mm-hmm. But you can go back and you can go forward. That's basically what they're saying. You're able to uh, go in between the both of that. But, and and this is where it gets tricky because this is, a, mind you, this is a very scientific document. So trying to put it in like very simple terms, is, it's been quite difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But it talks about something called the absolute and it doesn't interact with the absolute because the absolute is, you know, infinite, right? So it's the complete opposite of infinite. But the hologram we live on is based off um, the energies from the absolute. Doesn't make sense. Understood. Sorry, I'm trying to explain the best (laughs) that I can. But, you know, listen to my episode. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it it just it gets into some crazy stuff. But uh, what was I talking about before before the absolute stuff? You were talking about the meditation. (laughs) right okay so past and future I just remembered but Mm -hmm. so you can see it trains you to see in the past and then it trains you to try and see in the future and move forward so actually it's it kind of shows you how to jump into different dimensions that's that's the Mm -hmm. bigger gist of it you're jumping into different dimensions and so it's it's whether you're here you're in the past or in the future or you're in a whole different dimension somewhere else Wow. Which is crazy because I just, it almost feels like I'm reading a science fiction like book. And it's like, this is a CIA document, by the way, mind you. So it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary because this is what I was talking about earlier. It's like, suspend your disbelief, guys. Um, Things that you thought you knew, you, you begin to doubt because you begin to see that things are not as simple as they've been laid out. And especially when it comes to this meditation stuff or the gateway process, it's who would have thought, you know, or who many people would have thought, but who would have maybe, you know, really thought that that could be a reality, at least in our generation. Right. Yeah. The fact that that like, okay, it's a CIA document. And the fact that they're saying that this stuff, this meditation, all these things, and I believe that there's some codes even to it, um, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. all this is, like, capable, like, how does that even work? You want to know what the problem is? What's that? It's Western civilization is so behind as far as metaphysics and things like there's tribes there's shaman that you know and monks that have known Mm -hmm. this for Mm -hmm. thousands of years Mm -hmm. and it's really only entered the western civilization what probably the last hundred years have they known about frequency and meditate the power of meditation if you go now um like 40% of fortune 100 companies they teach their employees how to meditate and sit like head of sit like top big tech silicon mm-hmm. valley yeah. companies they have they have uh something about lucid dreaming they teach lucid dreaming and stuff ray dalio one of the uh most successful investors of all time attributes his being able to make billions of dollars to um 
like out of body transcendent meditation yeah so there's yeah. definitely power, there with power it. yeah so dylan it's so interesting that you say that because you just reminded me of something really important so in the document there's a page that's missing so it begins to talk about um hinduism and how this this religion like the people they have depicted this for a while right it's within you know like their holy book and even i think even in christianity there were similarities in it too that you know correlated to the gateway process experience and what they've learned and on a scientific scale right so when it comes to western civilization and maybe us i don't think it's us only just discovering it i think maybe we didn't value it because it didn't bring us profit if that makes any sense i think that maybe in some ways that was uh, just something that was ignored um they didn't know how to market it they didn't want people to even know that information probably well i mean who knows i'm but that's that could be easily said that they but it's good that we are valuing eastern traditions but i think when that comes it's like yoga and it's like meditation we kind of water it down quite a lot quite a lot and we take we extract some of the good and we leave the rest and we just don't care and what do we what do we do we took yoga and we just made it into something that was profitable and now people don't really even practice the main essentials of yoga i, I know mo some people really do but it's it's a spiritual thing it's supposed to be a spiritual thing or even with meditation people think it's just sitting down and just doing this and they're mm -hmm. like that's boring i'm gonna yeah. move on it's like no there's history behind it and no like this is a thing that has been significant within different cultures and different regions and you know throughout time and throughout history and it to me it just seems lazy but you, I, I don't know i don't know if it's failure of the education system or or something well they don't but even think, teach meditation they teach nap time but they I don't, don't I don't I don't know if they should I don't know if they should teach meditation in school because I mean that would be a waste of you know our tax dollars <laughs> um but they maybe should teach a little bit about finance and you know update sure. the history books definitely update the history books I feel like you know some things are outdated um but it it's interesting that you say that and I do feel like in a way western civilization has raped other eastern and you know uh, other cultures that value i would say holistic means of healing and identifying with themselves you know do you understand what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so i have this question for you okay <laughs> <laughs> so do you think if everybody meditated that the world would be more peaceful hmm, angelus i was Absolutely. not expecting that <laughs> it's funny because i remember i told angelus this earlier so she planned this but um gandhi said if every i think he said every 15 year old i don't know but he's like if every 15 year old uh meditated the world would be less of a angry or like violent place something something along those lines but i think meditation is valuable because it allows you to analyze yourself analyze your surroundings being able to think you know for me as i you know i feel like i'm a creative person i like to write and 
do stories and stuff like that. And I, I, I feel like I put a lot of time into my creative efforts, but I remember being young and feeling my mind move a mile a minute, mm. but I didn't want to change that. Cause I was like, but that's what makes me me. That's what makes me creative. But now that I'm meditating and stuff, I see that there's, there's so much value in silence. There's so mm. much value in doing nothing, you know? Right. It, it is a beautiful thing because all of a sudden the the problem the problems in the world around you or even like your inner insecurities or the judgments it just everything that's just every mortal thing every materialistic thing anything becomes nothing and in a way it sort of makes you stronger because you get to identify with the sense of not having to feel these things you know not ho- not feeling hopeless towards these things you know it it I guess in a way it gives you an outlet or a mm-hmm. way to escape some sort of burden or hardship that you're facing in the outside world and I, I think it's a wonderful thing and there's there are serious benefits like for example your amygdala right it's the little fear center of your brain it's proven that when you meditate it grows smaller okay the the frontal cortex of your brain mm-hmm. um you know those grow stronger too and your your brain tissue grows stronger so it it is in a way a mental exercise but i think that people nowadays are so used to be take to like being taken out of themselves you know mm-hmm. um everything we do involves being involved with something else um and i think when you're able to sit with yourself, it gets scary because you have to confront some things or maybe your ego. People are very, Mm. listen, ego death is scary. It's scary because you're like, wait, just because I'm like the captain of the football team don't mean shit. I'm just Kobe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just that was a poor example, but it's just Uh, like, let's change that to Max. To Max. RIP Kobe. Oh, not, (laughs) yeah. R.I.P. Ari Shapir, but yeah, um, I just, I think it's really scary to have to confront that. It's scary to have to confront yourself because I think a lot of us are, we're slaves to our habits. Mm-hmm. We're slaves to our mind. Um, we're shackled to our subconscious where we continue to do the same thing and we can't get out the loop and we just feel stuck and hopeless and then we just accept it. And I think you have to just confront yourself. And I think meditation is a great way to maybe find out more about yourself because I've realized it's kind of like a puzzle, right? I'm put, I put in a new puzzle piece every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, everybody is so, you know, swept up in trying to be distracted or Mm. if they're not even trying to be distracted, they're just distracting themselves. They're just used to it. Yeah. And, you know, we're creatures of habit and that's what we're used to. But the moment that you decide to do something different and actually take hold of your life and say, you know what, today I'm going to try to meditate. And, you know, like I've tried to get my mom to do the same thing. And it's it's like these are these are people that, you know, were millennials. Right. As the generation mm. before us, mm. like, I I just think it's just now starting to be more, people are being more aware of these things because it's just, 
it's starting to come up more and I feel like it should have been addressed sooner the fact that meditation can be a medi- a healing thing mm-hmm. and I just feel like people would be happier mm-hmm. if there's if danger meditated. yeah it's it's a very uncomfortable thing to do once you decide to step out of your comfort zone and actually try meditation. Mm-hmm. It it'll feel funny your body won't know what to do. But when you let go of those thoughts and this is a thing for you. People I feel like people have to remember that this is a thing for yourself. Right. And you're you're so distracted on all these other things that are going on in your life and you're and you're living this unhappy life. And you start to lose people. You eventually start to lose people because of it, because you're so nasty within, because you don't even try to clean up. So I just, I think, you know, what Raquel was talking about, this whole gateway um, meditating thing. And I think it is really something that people should start to look into because you're more aware. You're becoming more aware. And I think people should start to become more aware about the things that are going on. Not to let it affect you mentally, physically in a negative way, but to just be more aware. Mm. Should I snap? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but that concludes our show, guys. And I just want to thank Raquel again for coming on the show and letting us into an insight of your mind. Gracias. All right. (laughs) See you in the next episode, guys. See you.